Today's devotion uh, finishes up the sixth chapter of John. We are going to be reading verses 60 through 71. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He was speaking of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, for though one of the twelve was going to betray him. Not only the Jews here, the unbelieving Jews as opposed to the believing Jews, and this becomes an important distinction in John's Gospel. Not only the Jews, those that were unbelieving, but many of his disciples now were finding Jesus' teachings too difficult to accept, and not difficult in the sense of hard, but difficult in the sense of offensive, scandalous. And these disciples were Jewish too. In John, there is no distinction between races and ethnicity. God calls all races and all ethnicities to believe in him. The division comes according to their response to Jesus, those who believe in Jesus and those who do not believe. There are also different understandings of disciples here. We often hear in John about the three going with Jesus, Peter, James, and John. So it was like there was a small, very small cohort of three plus Jesus. But then there are also the 12 that he traveled with, and they were always with him. And then in Luke, in, in Luke's gospel in particular, we, we hear about the 70 or 72 disciples. Um, in a sense, these may be disciples of the disciples. If Jesus is teaching how to be a disciple, he's most likely teaching them how to um, teach others to be disciples. And so these are a larger group of followers that are also discipling with Jesus and with his disciples. The twelve. So some of these disciples are offended by Jesus' teaching. That is why his teaching is difficult some of this larger group of 70. 
For one, they were more interested in physical food than spiritual food. And he refers to that in verse 26. Jesus says, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, miracles, but because you ate, because you ate the bread and your hunger was satisfied. You're just looking for more bread is what he's saying. Another thing that they struggled with, they were more interested in Jesus as a political Messiah king rather than a Messiah who would lay down his life for all. In verses 14 and 15, when the people saw the signs that he had done, they began to say, this is surely the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized they meant to come and take him by force to make him the king, he withdrew again to the hills by himself. And in today's reading where he talks about how they will be offended by his ascending into heaven. What he, what he's referring there, uh, what he's referring to there, um, is his crucifixion being lifted up to the cross, ascended uh, back to God. Means that's when he will be crucified up above to be able to uh, give his life. And so these understandings of the Messiah that he is teaching are offensive and scandalous because they want a political king, kind of like we want a political leader. We want um, someone to take charge, and that's what they're looking for, someone who will um, conquer their enemies. And yet Jesus will conquer our enemies, his enemies, not by force, but by offering himself scandalous. Thirdly, his teaching that he is the bread from heaven and that they must eat of his flesh and drink of his blood offends them greatly because they took it literally. Whereas Jesus was teaching that eating the bread, drinking the blood actually means believing in him as the Messiah. He is not physical bread. He is bread from heaven. And then mostly they were offended that he claimed to be greater than Moses, sent by God in order to give life. How could he be greater than Moses? These were offensive, scandalous teachings that Jesus shared with them, and many of his disciples didn't believe him. Jesus is clear that Physical bread does not bring life, but bread from heaven does. He tells them it is the spirit that gives life, not the flesh. And yet, many of these followers do not believe and turn away. Jesus then asked the twelve, Do you also want to leave? And Simon Peter replies to Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. What we learn here is that the 12 are still intact. They have not left. None of them have abandoned Jesus, at least yet. And then Peter speaks for all the 12 when he says, we believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Know is a similar word to believe. So what he is saying here is emphatically, we believe that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus then reminds them that 
even with their strong belief, that they didn't choose him. He chose them. And yet one of the twelve will betray him, speaking of Judas. This whole chapter 6 seems to revolve around issues of belief and unbelief in Jesus as the Messiah, the bread of heaven. And if we struggle with Jesus' identity, we also then struggle with our own identity. If we are able to see Jesus's identity as God's son, as this Messiah who has come to save the world, not by political, military force, coercion, or oppression, but that this king has come differently to offer his life to all those who would like it. Just as the father chose to send Jesus as his son, God also chooses you to be his daughters and sons, daughters and sons of the most high God. God has an immense amount of love to share with you. That's what Jesus is trying to communicate to them. And yet it's hard to understand. How about if today, we just take a moment and bask in the promise of God's love for us, God's love for you. Just that today. God loves you. The bread of heaven has come down for you. He chooses to give you life. I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.